Hey BBWs, we're so excited to announce our first sponsor, Burn the Patriarchy Candles. Burn the Patriarchy's candles are handmade soy candles with a feminist agenda. They are made in small batches so they will sell out. The new fall line just dropped featuring three delightfully spooky scents. You can buy these sweet little babies at www.burnthepatriarchycandleco.com. At checkout, enter the promo code BLOCKBUSTER to receive 10% off. Again, that's www.burnthepatriarchycandleco.com, promo code BLOCKBUSTER. Thank you. Come with us where the corn is popped and the throwback Thursdays never stop. It's a magical land not far away. All you have to do is just press play. So hop on the couch and close your eyes. Gonna party like it's 99. Join us, watch the movies of our lives with Blockbuster Wives. Welcome to Blockbuster Wives, where your two favorite 90s babies talk about movies from the era of a certain blue and yellow video rental store. I'm your host with the most late fees, Shay Baby. And this is Stacy, not always kind, but always rewinds. And you're listening to Blockbuster Wives. Hi, guys. Welcome to week two of election month. Welcome to our second rendition. Is it rendition? I don't know. Sure. Second rendition of election month, presidential month, politics month. Politics month. It is November after all. You know what it is, but I hope you guys are having a great week um, slash weekend because, of course, these come out every Saturday. We try at least. Mm-hmm, we try our best. But, you know, we got lives and other shit going on. But uh, when we do this full time someday, uh, we'll definitely get these out every fucking Saturday. Yeah, for we'll you have guys. producers and staff and cool shit, which if you want to help support that, check out our Patreon. Yes, please do. Um, you just go on Patreon and do Blockbuster Wives. Yeah, I think it's patreon.com slash Blockbuster Wives. Pretty simple. You can literally uh, just donate a dollar every month if you want to. You'll get sick bonus content, which is early episodes and some other cool stuff we're going to cook up. Yeah, pretty soon I think we're going to put a couple uh, drink recipes that are Blockbuster Wives related on there. Some other cool videos. Don't worry about it. Just subscribe. Shout and out then, to our one subscriber, Cody. You are a real one. Yeah, the down. first and I think only. I think he's the only one. What up, Cody Cook? <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. You guys, Cody Cook, he's just the best. He also makes music and does a bunch of other cool shit, so look him up. But if you don't want him to be so lonely on the Patreon page, please just join. It's super easy. And for people who are like, what the fuck is a Patreon? Patreon is just a website that links people up with content they like and it lets the content creators get a little scrilla for what they're doing and lets the content consumers get some extra stuff. It's totally legit. Yep. It's not sketchy. Nope. You can join for a dollar a month. You can cancel anytime. It's cool shit. Yeah. And we actually haven't spent one dollar of our Patreon moolah whatsoever um, because we're using that money for all Blockbuster Wives related shit. So... In a couple months, we're hoping to do like a little, little trip, maybe a couple trips here and there that are related to the podcast, doing a couple more interviews, hopefully, like we did at Shrekfest in September. So just keep that in mind that this is all just going to be recycled 
mm-hmm. content for y'all. The more you give us, the more we can do. That's right. So we thank you, Cody, and to anyone who is going to subscribe to our Patreon. And if you have, send us a screenshot. We'll post it on our Instagram, which is uh, block, at Blockbuster Wives. Also review us on iTunes or Spotify. That's soups helpful as well. Soups. You have no idea. Campbell soups, baby. Campbell soups, motherfuckers. Progresso. Wow. Yeah. I'm feeling too rich for my blood. Maybe even Rayos if you're feeling a little What's sexy. Rayos? I don't even know what that is. Rayos is probably the best pasta sauce out of a mm-hmm. like jar. Um, And it's at like every grocery store. Oh. It's R-A-O-S. So bomb. I usually get the ragu. It's pretty cheap and not that good, but well, if you're ever feeling like spending a little bit more, but having like way better quality, Rayos is the best. Okay, I'll keep a weather eye out. And they also do like Italian like wedding soup and shit. So, oh, that's fancy. Yeah, they're hella fancy. But anyways, we appreciate you. No, we're we changing you. our podcast to Pasta Talk. <laughs> Pasta Welcome. Talk. <laughs> Actually, maybe that'll be on our fucking Patreon next time. We'll do a pasta talk episode. (laughs) We could just make it a repository for all of our dumb thoughts. Honest. That actually would be really funny. Anyway, we'll we'll figure it all out. But anyways, guys, hope you're having a great week. We love you. Thank you for joining us for this week's movie. It was Stacy's pick. I had never seen it. Why don't you do the honors of introducing it? It's Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Which was a very big deal when it came out in 2006. I feel like every smarty pants kid or wannabe a smarty pants, pretentious person, politically aware person, whatever, fill in the blank. Like they were like, this is my movie. Like it's so true. And it was was a moment. Which I, it makes sense why I have never seen it <laughs> until now. Yeah, I guess I thought it was like a huge deal, but then both you and Brent, our producer, had never seen it. And I was like, huh, maybe it was just really big in like the lame circles I hung out in. But also Brent and I are so similar that like it makes sense if we were some of the only people that didn't watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it had such big comedy names in it, like Maya Rudolph and Dax Shepard and Luke Wilson. That's true. But I didn't actually know who Maya Rudolph was until, like, Bridesmaids came out. Even though she was on Seinfeld, but that was after Mm -hmm. the era of Seinfeld that I didn't really watch. Yeah, this was definitely, actually, now that I think about it, this was my first introduction to her, and I was like, she's hilarious. And gorgy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her little outfits, her body be looking like, oh, damn, bitch. Specifically, like, the first scene that you see her in where they're, like, sitting in, like, the doctor's office or whatever. Her, like, I was, like, pink damn. outfit? Yeah. I'm like, she's fine. Yeah, she is. Okay. So, if you want, if we want to get right into it, I yeah, could before we go further, let's corporate do some bullshit. Corporate bullshit. All right. <clears throat> so, Idiocracy was released in 2006. Um, directed by Mike Judge, who also was the creator of Beavis and Butthead and also created King of the Hill, meow, 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 which is oh, one of Stacey's favorite shows show. of all time. Directed Still haven't Office watched Space, that. which is a and great movie. Great movie, too. Still haven't watched King of the Hill. It's it's underrated. I've heard that from many people. Like, it has very understated but hilarious comedies. Yeah, I definitely need to... What is it on any of the... Um, is it on like Hulu or some shit like that? I think yes, it is. It is because I think they have all the Fox shows and it's a Fox show. And yeah, yeah, should be on Hulu. Okay, well, I definitely need to. Maybe you and I could watch it sometime. Um, I would love that. Sweet, and it's also co-written by uh, Mike Judge, who I just mentioned, and also Eton Cohen. Cohen, 
who also wrote um, Tropic Thunder. Is he one of the Cohen brothers? Ethan Cohen? Ethan uh, Cohen? Is Ethan the same Cohen. guy? I don't think it's the same dude. Okay. Because I feel like it would, I think it would have said like, you know, but he wrote Tropic Thunder, Madagascar, Escape to Africa, Men in Black 3, and The Bad Guys. Dang. So I don't think it was the Cohen brother, but that's very interesting. Yeah, because there's an Ethan Cohen. Maybe he's related to them? Or I'm like, is this like a pen name that he uses? Maybe not. It's probably a different person. Yeah, Mabes. But um, yeah, so he also co-wrote it. And then, like we mentioned, it's starring a bunch of big people. But let's just name a couple of them out. Luke Wilson is the star. Maya Rudolph is the star. Dax Shepard. Terry Crews, etc. It was released on September 1st, 2006. So post 9-11. For sure. Yeah, like five years post Mm 9-11. It's 84 minutes long. Oh, very short. Very short. Wow. Maybe maybe the shortest movie so far. Yeah, does it feel overly short? That's very interesting. I know. Um the budget was two point four million dollars. Wow. And the box office So a measly percentage of the Shrek budget. Yeah. Measly. Two a third. I feel like there was like a f- decent amount of CGI, so that seems really, really low. I know. Also for those actors seems really, really low. I know. Huh. And the box office amount that they gained was $495,303. That's it? So I actually, it's fucked. But I saw that because they asked a bunch of companies. So like, if you guys have watched the movie, if you don't, that's fine. I'm not ruining anything. But they mention all, there's like a lot of product placement, but it's like not great product placement. Well, that's what I actually was saying to Brent earlier. I was like, um, how much do you think they have to pay to be able to use these brands? Yeah, because it was like, Carl's Jr. was a big one. Starbucks was a big one. Costco was a big one. Like in very unflattering lights. Yes. And I believe that they kind of told these companies like, yeah, we're going to bring you up in these movies. Like we're going to put you guys even more on the map. And they agreed. And then once like the viewing started happening before they like released into actual theaters, the companies, it was like too late for them to back out. But they were just like, I don't know, there were maybe like lawsuits going around like the talk of lawsuits going around so they literally only released it in like three theaters for like over one weekend it was probably litigation related i bet you yeah so they were like we can't do this so we can't like really release it in all these theaters and so they kind of had to agree like okay we'll release it at three theaters legally that's all we can do and we'll see but since then it's become a cult classic that's fascinating because yeah I, I definitely didn't see it in theaters i want to say that this was one of the few movies you could watch when netflix first started its streaming service i bet so and i feel like those movies and tv shows like the office mm-hmm. in that era because there was like no options like got a lot of play mm-hmm yeah, but I was like, damn, that's fucked. That like, is that really sucks. funny, though, that they were like, no, it'll be great. And then the companies are like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah, like, no, dude, that is not <laughs> going to fucking happen, bitch. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 71%. Mm. And then I could not find one for uh, Roger Ebert. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't review this. At all, which is, yeah, like, he's reviewed 
so many movies it's odd that he never reviewed this maybe one. because of all the litigation and he knew it was only going to be out in three theaters maybe he's like it's not worth it yeah i think i i don't know i think i might have read somewhere when i was researching that he was like i couldn't find it like he couldn't <laughs> yeah. find where he could watch it or some shit like that which makes sense you know um but anyway yeah that's corporate bullshit baby wow i loved it Me too. i do not think it passes the bechdel test no i don't think so either. at all um and also if you guys want to watch it i'm gonna try to start saying this on every episode but i believe the only place that i was able to find it was on prime yeah i will say that most every movie you can rent on amazon prime you can also rent on the platform voodoo v-u-d-u that is also a very popular video rental site the prices are comparable so if you don't want to do amazon there's always voodoo yep so yeah we were able to find it on prime um and but we did have to rent it on prime it wasn't just like available true shout out to stacy for always <laughs> running the movies that i watch for free like, because it's of on her my amazon account if you need to log in <laughs> but yeah so uh that's corporate bullshit and watching it was an interesting experience because i had not only had i never watched it i had never even heard of it before really never the only time that i had ever like seen any semblance of it was just the movie poster and huh. it's really easily recognizable because it's the evolution of man, like, uh, common painting thing made into a different picture. It's like a parody of that picture. So um, I remember seeing that. And I think it was early Netflix that I saw it originally. So. Yeah, I I had no idea what the movie was about. Like, I went in blind. Had no fucking idea what I was about to watch. I do wonder if it'll be one of those things where now that you've seen it and you're aware of it, if now you're going to start hearing other people mention it or it coming up in pop culture, because I feel like it comes up fairly often. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen for me. But also, like you were talking about, like it it came up a lot in like the circle of people that you were with, you know? Yeah, namely um, around this time. Well, not even around this time. I guess probably around the time I hit Netflix was probably when I was an undergrad and I was very into Atheist Club. And this is a movie that Atheist Club would fucking love. Like, yeah, absolutely. So I bet they talked about it a lot. So I'm like, it's everywhere. But it truly wasn't. And I'm like, not in my circles where I rewatch Lizzie McGuire every <laughs> fucking day <laughs> on YouTube. Lizzie McGuire Club. I <laughs> know <laughs> Lizzie McGuire Club. Oh. Lots of butterfly clips. Lots of butterfly clips. Anyway, but yeah, I uh, I did truly enjoy it. It was very fucking funny. It yeah, made me I forgot really like how hard. funny because I think I think I've had like a kind of a roller coaster ride with this movie, like really loving it. Yeah, but then not loving it as much because some of the fans of the movie are true pretentious assholes who are like just misanthropes haters who like mm. are rude about poor and stupid people. Oh, for sure. But then watching again, I was like, no, it actually is, like, objectively funny. (laughs) Right. Like, there were some concepts of the movie that I didn't love. Right. Like, some of it does not age well. (laughs) A lot of it doesn't (laughs) age well. I heard so many fucking slurs. Mm. I was like, whoa. But it was also of the time. Right. And it was also showing, like, this is where we're headed. Or, like, this would be how people talk. And it's not good. Totally. Yeah. I guess that's true. I didn't think about it like that. But, yeah. Definitely. Um, But... It, like you said, it's objectively funny. Like, certain parts just made me fucking die. Especially watching it now. Like, some of the things that have, like, quote-unquote come true. And yeah. And it's like, rough. 
<laughs> like and maybe we should do a quick plot term before we get into it but yeah. i'll just say like their portrayal of the police state and the surveillance oh state i was like this is so true or like prisons yes oh totally and like yeah just yeah scenes of the police like when you first get introduced to them and how they're like, like we are currently engaging in bringing the individual to the place where the individual will be incarcerated <laughs> individual <laughs> like just stupid cops speaking like just brutal violence while casually saying like dumb cop speak is like so true oh yeah and as someone that worked for 911 i can attest that that's exactly how they still fucking talk and it's dumb as fuck or the scene where I was like, this is chilling, where the mom is just trying to get food at Carl's Jr. Yes. And her credits won't work. And they're like, you're an unfit mother. And the police come immediately. I'm like, we're oh, yeah. pretty close to that fucking happening. Yeah. And they're like, are you unf- the unfit mother? It's exactly. like, obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wild. No, but you're it's like, so no, right. that happens. Like, you hear about the moms who are like criminally prosecuted because they let their kids play at their work or something. Yeah. And it's like nuts. Or people that like need formula to feed their babies Mm -hmm. and so they like take it from the store because that's their only fucking option and then like they get fucking arrested so like yeah now that kid has no mom yeah like dude go fuck yourself like well you're an unfit mother so it's better off and it's like or i'm just poor or i'm poor and that doesn't mean i'm unfit that means that the world that we live in is a capitalist fucking hellhole and what the fuck else am i supposed to do you know it's crazy it's like okay you're so poor you can't feed your kid the state will pay somebody else to feed your kid, but not you. Right. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, none of it makes any fucking sense, you guys. Obviously, we all know that. If you're listening to this, you already know this. We're, we don't need... Yeah, you're we're smart and cool and aware. Yeah, you guys know. But like, is that a new haircut? You look so good. I do? Well, I was talking to the listener. Oh, you look so... <laughs> I thought she was... <laughs> I was reassuring the listener that they're really cool and hot. You are really cool and hot. I thought she was complimenting me because <laughs> I gave myself <laughs> a haircut today. <laughs> Yeah, you too. You too. Maybe like, that's a bad, too. overly specific example. Me more? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Feed me. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> that was amazing. amazing. But yeah, no, you look really hot and sexy. Let's make out later. Anyways. Yeah, and I'm going to break down this plot, this movie, for you in case you've never seen it. Yeah, please do. Go ahead. So basically, there is an army experiment where they're going to freeze a couple of people, wake them up in a year and like see how they're doing because they want to be able to like preserve certain people like super soldiers in case the need arises. But for this limited experiment, they just want like some really average people so they can study what's going on. So they find the main character, Joe, and they're like, he's remarkably average. He's the most average man we've ever found. (laughs) And he works for the army. So like sick, not hard to get. And then they try to find a woman version of the most average. And the one they find is a sex worker. And they're like, it's fine. Her pimp is going to loan her out for a year. Like, so if anything happens to these people, no one will know because they don't have family. They don't really have friends. They have no kids. Like, it'll be fine. They're the perfect test subjects. Mm -hmm. So they go into their little hibernation pods. But dun, dun, dun. It does not last a year. They are forgotten about in some government scandal. And so they're in their pods for 500 years. Five, so the year ends up being like 2,000... Two 505, I Yeah, think. 505, right. Yeah, and so like... They wake up, they obviously don't know what's going on at first, and then they slowly start to figure out that they're in the future, and they start to realize that everyone is fucking stupid. Like the (laughs) dumbest human beings ever. And like society has devolved rather than evolved, 
and now nobody knows how to do anything and he's like the smartest person alive but no one can understand him when he talks normally because the language has broken down so far too and then he gets called every slur in the book yes yes and they call him like every slur like you talk stupid and he talks like like an f word (laughs) yeah just so insane Mm -hmm. (sighs) mm-hmm But uh, if we keep up this anti-gay rhetoric, people, that could be our future. So fight it every chance you have. All right. Which we do. Yeah. And we know that you do because we trust you because you're a fucking cool and good person. So. Yeah, but then um, I guess we could just go through our notes. Actually. Yeah, let's do it. That's kind of the basic plot. It's like yeah. he has to navigate this futuristic dumb hellscape. And try to go back in time is, is like mm-hmm. the yeah, main Yeah, he wants goal. to get the hell out of there. Yeah, they're like, let's get the fuck out of here. So okay. I will say the whole intro I don't like. Yeah. Because I this idea that like we shouldn't let low IQ people have babies because then everyone gets stupid. Like that's eugenics. That's some like race science bullshit. Yep. Don't like it. No. Me neither. And also I don't like um, there were some reviews that I was reading about and a lot of people said like smart people are too selfish to have babies like they were calling people selfish for not wanting to like for not like re-propagating like smart iq gene kids yeah. or whatever i was like selfish yeah what is fucking wrong it, it was it just all was it's all bad it's well the data all. shows that like it's really rich people who are having kids and, like really poor people and it's really the middle class who aren't having kids but i think that's purely economic right not an iq thing no not at all like and in the movie they're saying like financially it doesn't make sense for us to have kids right now Mm -hmm. like don't they doesn't Mm -hmm. the couple but then they're like they're just obsessed with their iq and like these high iq people aren't reproducing and it's like right but these dumb people are because and it's just like iq tests in general like iq tests measure how well you do on the iq test that's all it can do right it does not tell you how intelligent a person is like uh and otherwise intelligent like not just book wise Mm -hmm. But, like, also just their street smarts. They could be a really fit parent and maybe mm. not have, like, the highest IQ exactly. of all time. Right. They could be, like, a really successful human in every other way, like, with their relationships and with, mm-hmm. like, the wellness of their life, like, the richness of their souls and maybe not, you know, not have gone to fucking Harvard. Right, you could have like really complex jobs with that with a average quote unquote IQ. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't it's fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. So I yeah, I don't like that idea of, um, that narration. It it's not good. Yeah, I think there were the better ways to show how we could get to a dumb future that isn't just like yeah weird eugenics and like breeding ideas right yeah because that's really like the whole basis of the beginning narration of like what happened which yeah is and it's like cool. or we become dumber because we underfund schools because yeah. we don't provide nutrition to kids like all those would also result in a dumber society but this intro i thought was just like this is so stupid it's not good no. it's very 2005 and 2006 though yeah, very like, like atheist club kids would love that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like it's pretentious very, um, little assholes like myself. Like, yeah, but now it's like oh, cringe. No, it's fucked. It's really gross. And and also, um, yeah, just like valuing someone's IQ over everything is mm-hmm. just not not it, babes. No. It's not it. No, it's not it. Is it? Not at all. <sighs> but anyway, so, yeah, that's so. like the whole opening salvo, and I was like, ugh. 
Yeah, the no. whole time I was like, <laughs> yeah. this is fucking gross. Yeah, it was very okay. gross. Very, very gross. We'll not defend that opening scene. No, not at all. But after that, you could skip right ahead. And all of a sudden, you see Luke Wilson. And he is mm-hmm. chilling as a an army librarian in 2005. And he's watching TV on his little desk. And he's just like, and his um lieutenant? I don't know. Boss man. Boss man army guy comes in and he's just like, hey, this is your replacement. And he's like, what the fuck? I'm getting replaced. And he's just like, oh, yeah, you're uh, being, you have a different assignment. And he's like, what the fuck? I don't want to leave. I want to stay here until I retire for the next eight years. And he's just like, shit on your ass. So anyways, he gets up and follows his boss. Meanwhile. Oh, and there's a very important phrase introduced in the scene. What is it? Where the boss says you can either lead, follow, or get out of the way. And he's like, (laughs) and you're not doing any of it well. Yeah, he was just like, I've always, yeah, he's like, yeah, and I've always gotten out of the way. And the guy's like, okay, you're not supposed to get out of the way. The point is, is that you're supposed to either lead or follow and you're, you're supposed to be like embarrassed out of getting out of the way and you choose getting out of the way, (laughs) which made me laugh. Um, And Luke Wilson is just so adorable in this movie. Like he never comes off that he's like judging these people too much. Never. And he is, like, very self-reflective. And he even says at the end, he's like, I think we got here because of people like me not caring and, like, not doing anything. Right. So I I like that that's, like, the end point Mm -hmm. is him being, like, people that are just, like, not doing much Mm -hmm. and just, like, gliding through and not giving a shit, like Mm -hmm. what you're saying. Um, But my favorite part is the next part (laughs) where, (laughs) what's his name? Uh... What's his name? Oh, Lieutenant Collins. Oh, my God. This whole Lieutenant Collins presentation <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> it is so funny. It made me li- where he's just like, wait, let me show the next couple slides. Yeah, and it's like-, like him partying with a pimp, which obviously not great. But <laughs> it made me laugh so fucking hard. He's like, I learned so much about their ways. <laughs> the love of a pimp is very different than the love of a square. And I'm like, Collins, <laughs> please. Move on. And then yeah, he like, clicks through like 40 pictures of him partying. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh so <laughs> he was hard. really great great comedic timing yeah delivery. it was fucking beautiful collins is the best and then so yeah he so uh then you get introduced to maya rudolph's character what's her name again oh my gosh what is her name do you remember hold on i think i have it in my phone joanne uh, just like i call her maya in my notes like we're on a first name basis rita rita Okay, so you get introduced to Rita, who is played by Maya Rudolph. She, as we mentioned before, is a sex worker who, and her pimp, gave her away for the next year. Whose name is Upgrade. Upgrade, right. And he's like, he's like this phantom character that she's like, always like, he's gonna find me. And Joe's like, I don't, why are you so Why is your boyfriend gonna find, like, because there's a whole lie that's told in this scene where uh, he's just like, so what do you do? And she's like, uh... And he's like, oh, you're like one of those artist types because <laughs> yeah. you said that you do this and that to get by. That's cool. My neighbor does art with a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what do you do? Paint? And she's like, yep. And he's like, what do you paint? And she's like, 
people and fruit and shit. <laughs> it's so funny. She's it's so, so funny. great. She just doesn't want to tell him that she's a sex worker because, as we all you? know, mm-hmm. people are judgmental fucks when mm-hmm. sex work rolls around, which is dumb. Yeah, and so she says, upgrade is her art manager slash boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, okay. And the whole movie, even <laughs> up until the end, he still thinks that that's what <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. She never tells him. Yeah, which which is I kind of like because it's like they, you know, a lesser movie about like this big confrontation. He would have been like, you lied to me. Totally. But it's like, no, she just lies in the whole time. And it's also like she does she doesn't need to tell you shit bro. exactly um but yeah so they kind of get introduced to each other and then they get put in these pods she tries to escape and he's just like no 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 no, don't worry i'm sure that they've done tests on dogs and shit she's like dogs we're gonna be fine <laughs> so then they get you know they get i don't know wired up and then they get the pods get closed and then they're just like okay but then it turns out that lieutenant fucking collins was running a prostitution ring got a little too close to the game so he gets arrested then upgrade gets arrested and then their whole project gets closed off the building that they were in gets dozed down and everyone forgets about the two pods mm-hmm. and it turns into a fud ruckers but actually, the Fuddruckers turns into a Buttfuckers. <laughs> yeah, they so show like, the evolution of the name, like getting dumber and dumber until it's I butt-fuckers. know. And then 2505 rolls around. And that's when Luke Wilson's character, what's his name again? Joe? Joe. Joe wakes up. Because there was a trash avalanche because no one knew how to get rid of trash. So he's like <laughs> on this like little peak, like Mount Ooh, or whatever. What is it? Mount Grumpet. Mount, yeah, and Mount he like Grumpet. slides down and his pod slams into Dax Shepard's apartment and pops open. Yep. And so Dax Shepard is, uh, well, I guess you don't find that. I was going to say he's a lawyer, mm-hmm. but you don't find that out <laughs> yeah. until a little bit later. Um. Yeah, what what exactly He's sitting happens? on he's his like, uh, toilet chair, yeah. like gaming, like television chair. Oh, and he's watching that one show, Ow My, Ow My Balls. Ow My Balls, which is exactly <laughs> what we talked about last episode of like entertainment. You just used to be people like hurting themselves. And yes. they really play this up in the show, Ow My Balls. <laughs> which is just one guy that's just his balls are getting fucking hulk smashed like, like the catastrophically show. damaged in, in to the point way. where he would die yeah like horrible fucking ways like in every way possible <laughs> like rockets and um. <laughs> <laughs> oh look at us we're laughing at it <laughs> it's just so stupid it's really like the dumbest humor and that's why it's funny um but anyways so then he leaves that guy's house. What's his name again? Frito? F- yeah, Frito. <laughs> like, everyone's named after brands, I know. Too. So he leaves <laughs> Frito's crib. And he's, because um, he's like, is there, like, some sort of time machine that I can, like, go to? And the guy's like. Well, this is before he realizes he's in the future. Oh, right, 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 right. So first he just wanders out of the apartment. And he's like, I need to find the army. So he tries to go is, to yeah. a hospital because he's like, I'm not feeling so hot. I don't know if it's just the drugs. Oh, yeah, and he's like, like he, I need water. Yeah. And on the way, he's like starting to notice weird things. And at the hospital, he like checks in. And the check-in process is just a lady who like looks at pictures of like different ailments. The best one is like there's a baby falling out of a human like for like pregnancies. <laughs> and then she just like hits question mark because she can't figure out what he's saying. Yeah. I think like she just can't understand him because they've developed like their own... I guess vernacular mm-hmm. um, and like kind of just like slang that became like 
normalized and so the way that he speaks which is the way that we speak just doesn't make sense and so she's like uh and so she's going based off of pictures so it's someone looking confused so she's like oh that's what it is she slams it down like at um like at fast food restaurants Mm -hmm. the people that are taking your orders a lot of the time there's just like buttons that they you know it's the same type of shit um yeah and the whole hospital experience is very fast foodified yes which is kind of everything is right hmm. kind of everything is in that movie mm-hmm. and like bought food. out by corporate sponsors yep you know and it's always like i just think i might need some water so he goes to a drinking fountain and he presses a button and this like weird green liquid comes out yeah and he drinks it and he's like oh what the and so he stops somebody and he goes excuse me but i think your drinking fountains might have gatorade in them and the guy's like it's brando the thirst mutilator he's like okay well is there somewhere i can get some water and the guy goes water like out of the toilet <laughs> goes, and that's I the mean, only time people like yeah. water is brought <laughs> goes, up at all it doesn't have to be out of the toilet and the guy's just like <laughs> <laughs> he just like, like laughs and walks away walks yeah. away that'd be so annoying people making you feel stupid mm-hmm. all the time but then he gets his little medical evaluation which involves a hilarious little prong <laughs> mix-up <laughs> which is great he's like okay put one of these prongs in your mouth put one of them in your, your ear, ear and, and put one, one of them in up your, your butt yeah up your butt so then he does it and it, nothing's working and then the guy's like oh wait let me switch them around so he's like switching them and luke and wilson's he's like trying to keep track of which one he's trying to keep track of which one was in his ass <laughs> and then he loses track and the guy's like there you go and he's just like <laughs> great <laughs> it's so funny it's so stupid but that's um, like an all an automated process. And then he finally gets to talk to the doctor who is none other than Justin, Justin fucking Long, Long. Who is so fucking hot. He, especially in this role. I'm like, I love stoner Dr. Justin Long. I know. Like, oh. dude, your shit's all fucked up. And he's, yeah, he was really funny. Like, mm-hmm. his whole speech was fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, again, very inappropriate. <laughs> completely. <laughs> completely inappropriate, but just like the way he talks is so funny. Mm-hmm. And then and then yeah, he notices he's like, "Why come you know have tattoo?" Right. And that's when you find out that everyone has an like an identification um like barcode tattoo, which is kind of like your social security number, mm-hmm. I guess. And it's, it's at this time where Luke Wilson starts putting the pic- the pieces together because he's like, he sees that magazine. calendars and magazines and like this weird tattoo and like how everything's fucked. And he like looks out the window and like buildings are falling on each other. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then all of these like different like the magazines and the posters and everything that he's seeing, it's saying it's 2505. And he's just like, that's a weird misprint. Mm-hmm. And then realizes, no, it's not a fucking misprint. You just fast forwarded 500 fucking years. And this is the reality now. And then, so yeah, Justin Long's freaking out. He calls the police. So Luke Wilson's like, you gotta go. Yep. So he's like trying to escape. And then I don't know how Frito came back into the pit. Did he go back to Frito's house? No. So, so basically Luke Wilson gets arrested and then he gets a court appointed lawyer and right. in walks Frito. Right. Just a Frito's a lawyer. Yeah, and then I'm he sure discovers that, that Frito's so- a lawyer and he's like, what? And the Frito's sleeves down the sleeve like a fucking like nascar jersey just say attorney at law but attorney is misspelled yeah (laughs) yeah this part was how like the courtroom scene is like a wwe match yeah it's like all entertainment i definitely felt this as a lawyer i was like this is like a great case study of like why we have laws and rights and i know some people like to be like 
what about victims and we defendants criminals have all these rights and that's not fair or whatever but i feel like this scene shows you why you need shit like that totally like at one point the Dak shepherd character frito he goes yeah this guy's super weird and he broke my house and luke wilson's like you're my attorney <laughs> like <laughs> why are you on, on their side, side? yeah so he's like he's weird he's guilty yeah so uh, he kept saying i object because he broke my house i object (laughs) because like everything he was saying didn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and then the crowd's eating it up and they're like guilty guilty guilty." Mm -hmm. like it was a spectator sport he got shipped to fucking prison yeah and so he got yeah he got shot off to prison but first didn't he have to get the barcode i think that's part of his like prison processing yeah so he was trying to put in his name and it wasn't really working so the tattoo that he ended up with was not, not sure not sure <laughs> 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 so then he goes to prison and, and that was made- very relatable because i know we've all had phone tree oh issues where you are not allowed to talk to a person and it's fucked up and it's not understanding what you're saying and ugh. that shit is so fucking annoying I don't know how those types of things I have like a lot of patience for and I should like I don't know why I do what I do I don't know Sometimes but I'm just like operator 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 where we, we all scream at the top of our lungs um but yeah so then he's like waiting in line to like be put in prison and he sees this big dude <laughs> sitting on some other dude's fucking face like I don't I'm not sure if he's naked he kind of looks like he's yeah, naked like the person's just like flailing on and him. the person's like no <laughs> and he's just like yeah i'm not because the guy like looks at me he's like you're next and he points at him and everyone in the prison yard starts pointing at him yeah and he's just like yeah i'm getting the fuck out of here so he's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm just gonna go up to the front and be like i don't belong here it's my last day i i i need to go so he does and then everyone's like oh okay and basically <laughs> and just, like you're in the wrong line dumbass. <laughs> yeah, dumbass get in the right line dumbass <laughs> so then he tells like the release dude's like hey i'm supposed to be released today they scan him and they're like we don't see you in the records he's like i can assure you i was in prison maybe you should check those files back there and when the guy turns around he runs away so he escapes prison and i did think this was an interesting commentary and i don't know if mike judge meant it to be this way but the only thing that does work in this movie in this futuristic dystopian future is like prison technology police technology weapons like all that stuff works all that stuff's funded mm-hmm. but then like basic necessities are not right like food. interesting yep seems about right exactly. seems right up to par um so then yeah so he escapes and i think at that point is that when he runs into rita i think so because that's when he gets back to dax's house because he's like i have nowhere else to go like you're the only fucking person i know i don't belong here i need to get back to where i belong is there a time machine and frito's like oh yeah there's a time machine like it's next to the thing and he's like he can't give him directions and he's just like oh my god just take me there and i promise i will give you 30 billion Mm dollars yeah he like makes up a scenario where he's like i'm gonna make a trust account for you and it's gonna get billions in interest and you'll get 80 billion dollars and frito just keeps saying i like money yeah i like money <laughs> okay i'll do it mm. so somehow they well i think simultaneously maya rudolph's character rita she gets out of her pod she's like she figured out what was going on she goes to try to call upgrade her pimp because she doesn't mm. know that he was in prison and she doesn't realize it's 2505 whatever so she tries calling him and the operator's like that'll be two thousand dollars and she's like what the fuck 
Oh, so, yeah. Not paying is like a crime. Not paying anything is a crime. Oh. Like not paying the hospital. That's a crime. Right, right, right. Not paying for your food. That's a crime. You know, like yeah. everything is criminalized. Yep. So then this guy comes up to her and he's, he's basically trying to inquire about her sex work services. And she's just like, uh, yeah, tomorrow. But. I'm on the clock and I charge by the hour. So, and he's just like giving her wads of cash, he's like, like uh, in yeah, advance baby. for tomorrow. <laughs> he's so like, tomorrow like, I'm going to get you so good. She's like, all right. She's like, I know you are. <laughs> and he walks away and she's like, cool. And she just has like wads of cash now because this dude keeps paying her in advance, which is sick. And you see how she's like, she is much better at adjusting than Joe is. Mm-hmm. She's like, essentially, these people are the same. Mm-hmm. She's like, I got this no matter what. I'm chilling. So somehow they run it back into each other. And I can't remember exactly how. I feel like they run into each other on the street. Though. Yeah, so Luke Wilson and Dak Shepard are like trying to escape to go to the time machine. And they I think the cops are after them because, again, surveillance state is very well funded. Yep. So there's cameras everywhere, like constantly scanning people. So they pick up his uh, wrist tattoo. And so they're like, wee, wee, and they're like, oh, my God, we got to get her and let's go. Right. I think they just see her and he's like, we'd pick her up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like in a car, so they yeah, like so take, they get in the car, yeah. and then she's like, "What the fuck? Police are after you! Like, why did you pick me up?" Right. So then he's like, "We're we're going to the time machine because we're gonna go back in time, so we don't have to deal with this shit." And they they realize because Frito's driving or whatever, they realize that Frito's taking them to like the most giant Costco that I've ever seen, which is like <laughs> Stacy's number one dream of life. <laughs> that's what I wrote in my notes. I was like, "Oh my god, this is Stacy's shit." And that's one of my favorite jokes is that uh, the lawyer reveals that he got his law degree at Costco. Yeah, I wrote that down too. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty familiar with this place. This is where I got my law degree. And he's like, what? But I also love the greater guy at Costco. He's like, welcome to Costco. I love you. <laughs> Which is how There's I so picture There's so many businesses Stacey that basically say that. Yeah. They're so cute. I guess. It's very I- disingenuous. I love Costco, baby. I do love Costco, but the like love, like loves gas stations. And like, I see what you're doing. Do they say they love you? Well, they're just called loves. And I feel like it's like very transparent. <laughs> like a place where you're loved. It is a place where I'm loved, though. No, I'm <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I have found love at Love's Gas Or like my other favorite weird-ass place, Eddie's World, which is on the way from Las Vegas to California. Hell yeah. It's in Yermo. Shout out. And before the entrance to this mega gas station are the words, welcome home. Oh. And I'm just I like. I never saw that. No. <laughs> That's weird as hell. It's like, no, this is in the middle like, of fucking nowhere. This is home. no one's home. You're selling like overpriced candy. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Welcome and random home. stuffed animals yeah like uh like this no. is stupid no that's i feel like no. eddie's world is one step away from me like welcome to eddie's world i love you i love you although i would love that to be honest i'd be like <laughs> love you too pally um wait oh i wrote quotes here because i think like some somewhere in this scene uh I think Frito says that he loves having sex with girls and, yeah. then, <laughs> and then um what's his name Joe was like, I think everyone likes having sex with girls, Frito. And Frito goes, not like I do, like when you hit it sideways. He's like, yeah. how he fucks. Uh, so funny. That shit made me fucking die. And at so this funny. Costco, you see all these like businesses, and this is like what gets <laughs> to what Shay was talking about. So, like, in this future hellscape, like Starbucks is just like a sex stop, and mm-hmm. it's like hand you, jobs. Yeah, the latte is a hand job. It's like all this stuff. 
Uh, there's an H&R block where it's like with every tax return, you get like a rub and tongue or something. I did not see Like that. everything has vice attached to it, which I do think is also an interesting commentary on the future or just poor communities in general where it seems like there's always money for vice. Mm. Like that will never, ever, ever go away. Mm-hmm. Like there will always be gambling. There will always be sex work. Like there will always be certain things, no matter what. No matter fucking what. That is so true. Um, but no wonder they like did not want to show this movie. Yeah, like Starbucks so was like, "I'm businesses. sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, Starbucks is like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> oh, and Carl's <clears throat> Jr. like has an angry face on it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Secretary of State," brought to you by Carl's Jr. Oh my god! And he's like, "Why do you keep saying that?" And he's like, "Because Carl's Jr. pays me every time I say it," and it's like, "Yeah, it's so true." Like exactly. corporate capture of the American government, just explicit. Also, okay, so pretty soon after this, yeah, they get busted in the Costco too because yeah. again, there's cameras everywhere, so they have to run again. And right. Joe thinks he's going <clears throat> back to prison, but all of a sudden he gets brought to the White House instead, and he's like, "What Come the fuck?" Thing. Also, we forgot to say that when he was being like tested and barcoded and shit to go into the prison system, he took an IQ test. Oh yes, yes, yes. So he did that, um, and that just didn't come up again until now. When he goes to the White House, he's like, "Why the fuck am I here?" And they're like, "Oh, and he did get separated from Maya Rudolph, so she's right. not. We don't know where she is from." So. Right. So he's like alone at the White House, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And they're like, "You're the smartest man on earth, and we need help with a lot of different shit." And so. Who comes in? The President of the United States. President Camacho. Terry fucking Cruz. <laughs> With which is like the this amazing wig. Also, fun fact, I looked up um, little interviews of Terry Cruz about this movie. He had to try out for it seven times. Why? Like the process was so long because I guess they had another big, big name attached. Mm. But um, the director, whatever his name is. <laughs> Mike Judge. Mike Judge was like. I really want Terry Crews because oh, he wasn't th- he wasn't very big at this time. No, I mean this was like r- probably like his first acting job after <clears throat> being in the NFL. Maybe? Yeah, one of the first ones for sure. Mm-hmm. So he he really wasn't that big at this point, and but the director was like, I need this guy to play mm-hmm. the fucking. That's so great because he, he's so perfect as President Camacho. Like one of the shining moments of this movie is his performance of President Camacho. Hmm. And he also based the character off of a bunch of like Baptist uh, preachers that he mm-hmm. knew when he was growing up who were all he, he was like, they were all criminals. They were stealing money. Yeah, right? like, but five dollars in the basket. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I know who this character is. I know I'm going to base it off of these guys because I know who he is. And he fucking nailed it. It's yeah, and I love, like, ugh, I could watch a scene a million times. He, like, <coughs> gathers Congress together, and he's, like, giving his speech, yeah. and, and, like, everyone's getting all mad, because, like, we don't have any food, and the crops are dying, and we're in a dust bowl, and he shoots a machine gun into the air, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, I understand that everyone's shit is really emotional right now, and he just, the way he says it gets me every time. He goes, I but guess what? I got this guy not sure, and he's gonna fix the crops, and he's gonna, and he's just, like, yeah, like a full, like, preacher or something about how not sure is going to solve every problem and then he goes and he's gonna do it in seven days <laughs> or i'm gonna kill him or something and i wrote so not sure just like hey, i wrote that i also wrote about the machine gun firing but i wrote <laughs> in quotes and he's so smart <laughs> yeah. he's gonna fix the economy <laughs> in seven days <laughs> 
just like shooting so a good. fucking. He's like machine. a flamethrower. He's like dancing around. And everyone's like, yeah, and everyone's like, yes. It's so good. It is incredible. <laughs> it honestly is. No one. No, I won. I don't know who the big name was. Mm-hmm. Um, they never said who the big name was that mm. was competing for the role. But no one else could have done it. It's just incredible. Oh, Period. I understand everyone's shit is emotional. It's emotional. <laughs> so funny. Um, and then I wrote Velveeta LMFAO because I think that was someone's name. Oh, I think that's one of the girls' names. <laughs> yeah. Like the girl, the lady cabinet member. The big ass titties uh-huh, girl. Yeah, I need to her name is Velveeta. Yeah. And then, um, okay, so what happens after that? So basically one of the big problem that they're trying to get him to solve is... The crops, the crops are not growing. They're all dried out. They're in the big dust bowl. And he, like, goes out to the field and he's like, what the fuck is going on? So he calls. And at this point, he's not really trying to solve it. He really yeah. just wants to get back to the time machine. But he's like, <clears throat> I have to look like I'm trying. Yeah, so he's like, okay, I'm going to send out for Frito. And I'm going to send out for Frito. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's amazing. So he's like, I'm going to send out for both of them. So, like, the Secret Service or whoever the fuck, they bring both of these guys back. So... They have like their squad and he's like, I'm not going to solve these problems. I'm just going to go back to uh, the past. So let's just get us to this fucking time machine. And so Frito, he's like, Frito, just draw me a fucking map. Okay. And I'm going to go out there with Rita. It's going to be sick. So when Rita shows up, they grab the map from Frito and he's like, (laughs) I'm going to go over here and me and Rita are going to definitely have sex and then in these he's like, bushes hand motion they're like, oh. And they're like oh you go ahead so he like goes ahead with her and they open up the map and it literally is like a circle that says you're here and then it shows <laughs> another circle that's like time machine it's with like, like a squiggly yeah. <laughs> and he's like god he's damn like, it fuck. so he's like cool that's not gonna fucking work and then the dudes go over to make sure that she's quote-unquote putting out mm-hmm. which is insane um, it's also a crime for uh, sex workers not to provide services and take money to find out. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's like, oh, no, we already did it. And then one of the dudes was just like, yeah, we were wondering if we could do it family style. <laughs> he's and he's like, just like, no. maybe later. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, so gross. So I don't think anything happens then, but I think he does figure out that they're watering the crops with basically Gatorade. The <laughs> yeah, same shit that's like, coming out of the water fountains. And then again, he's like, maybe we should put water on it. And they're like, water, like, from the toilet? From the toilet? And he's just like, listen. Uh, And so the only way that they'd listen to him is because he's like, the plants talk to me. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a hysterical (laughs) scene where they're going around and he's like, he's like, they need water, not Brondo. And they keep going, but Brondo's what has what plants crave. It has electrolytes. And he's like, do you even know what electrolytes are? And they're like. Yeah, plants crave. Plants crave. <laughs> it's so funny. And so I was like, okay, yeah, listen, I can talk to plants. And they told me they want water. And everyone's like, oh, okay. So he starts <laughs> using water to water the crops, like this giant field. But then there's like this this like funny little cameo scene explaining how Brondo bought the government and got all water switched to Brondo. Yeah, like the what is it, the FD like the, yeah, FDA, the FDA and yeah, it's all now, like shit. Brondo. Which is so beautiful mm-hmm. because it's literally Prophetic. like Disney is like one step away from doing mm-hmm. shit like this For right real. now. I like it's it's crazy. So, anyways, um, what happens right after this? See, I've only seen this movie once, you guys, and I feel like I have to watch movies like at least twice to like really grasp the the 
you know. No, you're nailing it. I'm so trying. basically like it's not working right away, obviously. Right. And then they find out that by switching Brondo <clears throat> to water, they've like unemployed half the country because half the country is employed by Brondo. Right. So everyone starts freaking out. President Camacho's pissed. And so he's like, you're going to be rehabilitated. Right. One night of rehabilitation. And Joe's like, oh, well, that can't be too bad. But then you find out rehabilitation is like full gory gladiator execution. You're like monster truck which rally. Which is also very American to like call something <laughs> horrible like an execution like rehabilitation yeah it's horrifying and so he has to go into the ring whilst a bunch of like i said monster truck rally fans watch like onlookers are watching him get fucking wrecked and i don't know who's the guy that plays uh like the opposite guy of him whoever he is he's gross hot Oh yeah, there's like some wrestling star that's like manning the re like he's like representing the rehabilitation. Yeah, he's gross hot. He's like so scraggly hair. It's like, so gross. Mm. I've seen him in something else, and I can't put my finger on what it is. He didn't look familiar at all to me, but I don't know. I know I know him from something, but either way. So, uh, what happens at that point? So like, all they give him is this like little dinky car. But since he's smarter than them, he, like, manages to, like, crash all the machines. But then Gross Hot Guy still has a flamethrower. So they're, like, kind of <laughs> doing, like, person-to-person battle. And Maya Rudolph is like, I got to figure out some way to show them that his water plant is working. Mm-hmm. So she sends Dak Shepard out with, like, a camera so that he can film the crops so that everyone can see that it's working and that he's, like, he's not an idiot and they should listen to him. And so, of course, it's, like, she finally gets the feed going as he's about to be, like, flamethrowered true and so they're like wait a second wait a second like let him live and Camacho's like man you were right and then after that and then like basically everything's chill after that Joe realizes he needs to stop running away because he's like I've been running away my whole life I'm gonna stay and actually lead so then he starts helping solve their other problems Maya Rudolph's like I'm gonna stay too and then they finally go to the time machine and it's a good thing they weren't relying on it because it's literally a ride. Yep. That's called the time machine that's like, let's so go wrong. back in the past. But then like everything's wrong. Yeah. Like they <laughs> said, what did they say? I wrote something down that I thought. Oh, well, first of all, really quick. In his prison outfit, he's wearing orange Crocs. Yes, he is. And they have like a lot of orange Croc shots as he's uh, driving around his little car. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Stacy, this is Stacy's movie, yeah, baby. Like, prison Crocs. Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah. Costco, law school, mm. orange Crocs. I'm telling All you. All things I love. Oh, they said the un, not the UN, <laughs> the un, un-Nazied the world forever. Is what <laughs> yeah. The un, un-Nazied the world forever. So Fucking funny. amazing. And so and like, then, okay, well, we are stuck here anyway. So yeah, we have to make our best lives. Yeah. So, and I genuinely thought the whole movie like leading up, like I thought that they were for sure going to go back in time, but they never did. <coughs> Fun fact, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so he just becomes like vice president, then he becomes president. She becomes first lady. They have some babies and their babies are like the quote unquote smartest kids kids in the world um and uh what's his name frito, frito has, like has 30 kids. 38 kids or some shit like that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're all like they are literally covered like decked in mud like running mm-hmm. around uh, but anyway yeah, it's a nice little ending yeah. and i don't know if you saw this do you see that um, there's a post-credit scene? No, I did not. Oh, yeah. I always you need know to stay I'm always sticking around for the post-credit scene. I do scenes. know that about you. Yeah. So it's Upgrade getting out of a pod. 
Oh my god. And he's like, I'm gonna find this girl. Oh my god. <laughs> <Just end. gasps> Whoa. Because that was her whole that was her he worst fear her the whole, whole fucking year. It was like he's gonna find me. And he's like, There's no way he's gonna find you. There could be a second one. Yeah, I guess there was probably supposed to be a sequel, but if it only made a hundred thousand dollars Dude, it literally it was made... embroiled in litigation. Part yeah. of the settlement might be you do not get to make another one. Yeah, it it made like four hundred thousand, which is <laughs> nothing compared to no. what their budget was. It's fucked. No. And yeah, that they probably were like, you just yeah, like you can't do this again. Yeah, please don't ever <laughs> think that this is <laughs> possible whatsoever. Um, but honestly, it was it was pretty funny. It it made me laugh. Um, I had no idea what the movie was about going into it, so it was it was kind of cool because I think. Most times I go into watching a movie, I know exactly what I'm signing up for. And this time I had no fucking clue. Ooh. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah. And some of the messages like don't age well at all and are dumb. Like the IQ stupid science shit. Right. Like only people with high intelligence can mm. reproduce, which is fucking gross. But no, then other things like the commentary on the police state and like, yeah, like criminalizing everything is very good. Still. And corporations taking over and literally everything. Right, like cor- like literally <clears throat> capturing the government and everybody in it. Yep, which mm, corporate greed, capitalism, mm-hmm. is going to fuck with us all. It already is, obviously. See, but you already know that because you you're so know. smart and so cool. You already know. But yeah, okay. I was going to say. ready for your trivia questions? Oh, yeah, please do. All right. So a lot of these we went over. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, what is the thirst mutilator? What is it? Uh, it's like what's in the water fountains. Yeah, like what's it called? Oh, it starts with a B, right? Shit, I can't remember. Brando. A Brando. Yes, it says Brando, and underneath it says the thirst mutilator. Right, right, right. (laughs) Which is honestly less fucking intense than liquid deaths advertising yeah. and i think actually does say like we're gonna fucking mutilate your thirst and we're gonna fucking kill it yeah i mean i do like liquid death it is very dramatic which is funny but it's also like do you have to make water violent i'm just confused <laughs> like why does water have to be death and violence i just want yeah, to and like, people love it because relax <laughs> it's so well funny. i only had the non-sparkling version and it felt so weird to me to be drinking water out of a can that wasn't sparkling i know it also feels weird to drink water out of, um, like, the paper cartons. Yeah. Like, I understand odd. why, and I totally get it, and I respect it. And, like, I know it's better, but it also is, like, weird. Yeah. It feels weird. It's like odd sensation. Okay. Yeah. Number two. <clears throat> what was President Camacho's previous job? Was he a wrestler? Yes, okay. ma'am. <laughs> Number three. What This one's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. What do the two Ds and upgrades stand for? Shh. <clears throat> Yet. I have no idea. Double dose of this pimpin'. <laughs> oh, I knew that. They in- they introduced that in uh, Lieutenant whatever his name. Lieutenant Collins. Collins. God yeah. bless him. Uh, number four. Who does the time machine ride say was the leader of the Nazis? The leader of the Nazis? Hint. It was not oh, Hitler. Charlie Chaplin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and this one I'm pretty sure you've addressed, but name three presently existing companies that are featured in the movie. Oh, yeah. Carl's Jr., Starbucks, Costco. Nailed it. Those were the exact three I had. Also, Fuddruckers. Fuddruckers. Also, H&R Block. (laughs) There's a random H&R Block I didn't clock. Yeah, that was one of the sex stands in the uh, Costco. (laughs) Fucking incredible. Okay, and dear listeners, we tried to find a which idiocracy character quiz are you. We could not find it. No. But I went a little off the beaten path. 
and I figured Mike Judge, King of the Hill. Which King of the Hill character are Ooh. you? So we're going to do that. It's tangentially related. Ooh, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so question one. Okay. Are you married or in a relationship? <laughs> no, no, I'm perpetually lonely. Oh. <laughs> no, my true love tragically died. Yes, but it's complicated. Yes, I'm happily married. <laughs> These are bleak choices. The first one, baby. It's the closest to what reality is, I guess. Question two. Do you drink alcohol? No, it messes with your mind. No, I'm smarter than that. Yes, all the time. Yes, even though I'm not supposed to. I think we've talked about this before, guys. I'm not a huge drinker. I'll have a cocktail with my wife when we record, and that's basically it. Um, So... I don't know. I guess I'll choose the yes, even though I'm not supposed to. Okay. Yes, even though you're not supposed like, to. Like, I don't want to say no, because it's not like a hard no. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll go with that. Okay. Question three. Can you speak more than one language? No, I don't see the point. I'm trying to learn a second one. No, it's too hard for me. Si, soy muy bueno idiomas. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay. All right. Question four. Do you consider yourself smart? Not really, but I don't care. Well, I'm not an idiot. Sure, I'm smarter than the average. Or yes, I'm an absolute genius. Yes, I'm an absolute genius. Hell yes, baby. (laughs) Question five. Do you have any pets? No, I hate animals. No, I'm not responsible enough. Yes, and I take great care of it. Yes, and they keep me company. What were the first two? No, I hate animals. Or no, I'm not responsible enough. (laughs) Harsh. I well, I don't hate animals, but I also don't have a pet, so I guess I'll say number two. All right. Question six: What kind of clothes do you wear? Casual muted colors. I just wear whatever's around. What my spouse tells me to, or high-end fashions. Wait, can you say the first two again? I'm so sorry. No worries. Casual muted colors, or I just wear whatever's around. Casual muted colors. Oh, also, good. whatever is comfortable and makes me feel good. Yeah. You know? Question mm-hmm. seven. Are you patriotic? Sure, my country is okay. Of course, I love my country. No, I don't trust the government. Or I don't really think about that stuff. No, I don't trust the government. <laughs> After our idiocracy rants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question eight. Are you more liberal or more conservative? Conservative, liberal, I'm a moderate, or I don't follow politics. I'm more liberal. I'm a democratic socialist, I would say. Yes. All right. Question nine. Who is the most annoying person in Ireland? Dale Gribble, Bobby Hill, Peggy Hill, or Khan Sufazin? I don't know this last name. I have no idea. I'm assuming it's not either of the Hills. Dale's like the... Have you ever seen a single episode? No. Okay. Dale's like a conspiracy theorist with sunglasses who I enjoy a lot. Bobby Hill is the sweet son. The son, right? Yeah. Peggy's the mom. And I don't know who this con person is. I'll say the last guy because I don't okay. know who that is. Sick. All right. Question 10. What kind of movies do you like? Comedy, action, romance, or thrillers? Comedy mostly. Oh, I need that. <laughs> All right. Question 11. Which of the following U.S. presidents was your favorite? <laughs> Ronald Reagan, George Bush, Bill Clinton, or Jimmy Carter? I... A real murderer's room. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. <laughs> a lot of those are a hard no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know much about Carter. Jimmy Carter, yeah, he's kind of a, he was kind of a little nerd. 
Okay, I guess. question 12, which I think is the last. Okay, how many questions are there? Oh, dear. I guess I'll go with Carter, but I really don't know much okay. about him at all. How many questions are there? Oh, my God. Hold on. Why are there so many? Oh, there are there a lot? There's over 30 questions. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> okay, you know what? Maybe you can do the last half and then... Okay, I like this idea. We'll come up with a okay. collective. Okay, so I'll take you to question <coughs> 15. That's okay. hilarious. Okay. Okay. Um, question 12. Do you like video games? No, those are for kids. No, I'm terrible at them. Sure, they can be fun. Yes, but don't tell anyone. Hell yeah. Whatever the closest to yes is. There's either sure they can be fun or yes, but don't tell anyone. Sure, they can be fun. Hell yeah. What style of comedy is your favorite? I'm not much for jokes. Smart, witty humor. Madcap and wacky. Dry and sarcastic. I'd say uh, the wacky one. Madcap and wacky. <clears throat> yes. All right. When do you think someone... Or, that's not at all what this question is. <laughs> <laughs> How do you thank someone when they hand you a beer? Yep. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you. Depends on who gave it to me. <laughs> um, I think I'd probably be like, yup. Long yup. Love it. Yep. Can you hold your own in a fight? No, I'd run away fast. Nope, I'd get beat up. Sure, if it comes to that. Or that's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know our winner. Oh, yeah, I'm doing the purse one, baby. Although I hate wearing purses. If I have to wear anything, I'll wear a backpack. That's just a little fun fact about me. Here we go. I just passed the phone so that Shay can ask me the last half. What kind of music do you like? Jazz, rock, country, or pop? Ooh, pop. Never pop. Would you like living in Arlen? It definitely has its perks. Eh, it would be okay. No, I'd want to live anywhere else. Or, of course, it's basically paradise. No, I'd rather live anywhere else. <laughs> Amazing. You'll have to tell me why in a second. Who in Arlen would be your best friend? Joseph? Boomhauer, Hank, or Bobby? Bobby. I fucking love Bobby. Bobby. God damn it, Bobby. Do you like sports? No, I don't get the appeal. I pretend to, but not really. Yes, I love them. Or, not really, they aren't for me. Yes, I love them. I'm I'm just saying that, though, because I'm very into fantasy football this year. She loves it, baby. She's going to win. On these hoes. She's going to win. I, I'm going to bet on her that she's going to win. I mean, I wouldn't do that, but... <laughs> I'm doing it. I'll always bet on my wife. Aww. Which of the following foods is your favorite? Steak, candy, salad, or burgers? Uh, steak. Me too. Hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. Are you happy? No, I'm borderline depressed. Most of the time, I'm too paranoid to be happy or yes, I'm a barrel of joy. I'd say most of the time. Yes. Which job would you rather have? Teacher, exterminator, salesman, or comedian? Hmm. I'd say it's between teacher and comedian. I knew that. Uh, but comedians have to stay up too late, so teacher. <laughs> yeah, true. That would be hard for you. <clears throat> Are you outdoorsy? Camping is okay. Yes, I love camping. I can hold my own in the woods, or no, I need to be inside. Um, Honestly, no. For the most part, I need to be inside. I need to have like a lot of structure. Yeah. Like, your camp is great because yeah. it has everything. Yeah, true that. But when people are like, we're going out there with nothing about a tent and a sleeping bag, I'm like... Mm -hmm. Like, no thanks. No. So you want, no, I need to be inside? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
How do you feel about hunting? I'm a decent hunter. I love hunting. I'm not against it, but I don't hunt myself, or I think it's barbaric. Um, I'm not against it, but I don't do it myself. True. Do you like doing yard work? No, work is never fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do it anyway. Yes, I love mowing the lawn, or yes, I love maintaining the garden. No, and I don't do it because I specifically got a house where I wouldn't have to do it. So, (laughs) what were the options? It's uh, the ones for you are no work is never fun or no but i do it anyway no work is never fun <laughs> agreed hard agree are you artistic no not at all absolutely not i hate art wow. yes i'm a natural artiste or sure i'm pretty creative sure i'm pretty creative you're very creative my love what's your worst quality i'm a know-it-all i'm paranoid i'm judgmental or i'm depressing i'm a know-it-all that's not her worst quality. She's very intelligent, okay? It's not her fault. She's the smartest person on the planet. That's right. Everybody's sucking. <laughs> sucking. Everybody die. We're going to live forever. We're going to live forever. Fuck you. We're going to live forever. What's the most important thing in your life? Proving conspiracies, making people laugh, my family, or my friends? Oh, oh my God. That one's really hard. I'm going to say making people laugh because that applies to family and friends. Exactly. And I agree with that. What word best describes you? Perseverant, determined, funny, or caring? Ooh, I don't know. I feel like perseverant and determined are like basically the same ones. Yeah. Funny or caring. God, I don't know. I'll say determined. Good one. Where do you do your shopping? Wherever the best deals are? Small mom and pop stores, big chain stores like Mega Lomart, or my family does the shopping for me. Definitely wherever we get the best bargain. That's right. Shout out Nellis Auction. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> shout <addicted>. out. <laughs> Ice maker, baby. Mm-hmm. Which King of the Hill guest star was your favorite? Willie Nelson, Chuck Mangione, Chris Rock, or Tom Petty? Chris Rock. Hell yeah. <laughs> What is your favorite type of animal? Cat, dog, fish, or snake? Dog. I knew that. How many goddamn questions? This is question 33. That's crazy. Do you like to host barbecues? No, I hate large gatherings. Yes, I love all social events. Not really. They make me feel awkward or absolutely I love working the grill. Um, gosh, I like all those yes options. What was the first two? No, I hate large gatherings or yes, I love all social events. Yes, I love all social events. She's great at all of them, y'all. What's other what's other creation of Mike Judge? What? Okay, what other creation of Mike Judge is your favorite? They totally misspelled that. Silicon Valley, Idiocracy, oh, Office I didn't Space, Silicon Valley, or Beavis and Butthead. I feel like I have to pick Idiocracy because it's the episode, baby. That's right. Aside from King of the Hill, what's your favorite cartoon? The Simpsons, Futurama, American Dad, or Family Guy? There's Bob's Burgers. But I'll I know go Futurama. There you go. Okay, see our result. Wow, three thousand. We got Luann Platter. Okay, Luann's cool. Okay, read. It says nicely done, your Luann Platter, the sweetest gal in Arlen, albeit not all that smart. Luann brightens the day of everyone she meets, especially men. Let's just hope your boyfriend doesn't also die in an explosion he inadvertently caused. Jesus. Yeah, Luann. 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 She's like the ditzy girl of Arlen. <laughs> she has big old wow. titties. Oh, yeah. She's a fire. Okay, here we go. Well, we did it. We did it. I'm afraid to throw it here. So I'll just leave it <laughs> okay, you just keep it. Down. I don't need it. 
because I just saw in slow motion that it would like hit that corner of mm, that table just really hard. A million pieces. I was like, I just I can't do that to my wife. But anyway, thanks again for joining us, you guys. Yes, thank you for episode two of Election Week. Uh, we love it so much. We thank you so much for being here. We know that uh, you have any other podcast to listen to, any other movie to watch, any other music to listen to, and you decide to spend an hour-ish with us every week. So we appreciate you very, very much. It. That being said, we probably will take a little Thanksgiving break, I would think. Yeah. So we'll be with our families and shit. For sure. Did we decide the last movie for the month? No. Well next week you'll find <laughs> and we will also find out okay well i think we should either do head of state or isn't tommy boy political um yeah you know what tommy boy is a little political a little bit okay well head of state is a lot so maybe we should do that one okay. it's a great chris rock movie I don't think I've seen it either. Oh, it's so funny. And I love Chris Rock. Okay, and I love all of his it. fucking movies. So let's do it. Last baby. movie of election month will be head of state. Head of state. So you guys get ready. Um, and, you know, if you guys have any questions to ask us, feel free to hit us up. You already know where to go. But if you don't, mm-hmm. you can head over to our Instagram, which is at Blockbuster Wives. Hit us up on Patreon. You can email us at blockbusterwives at gmail.com. Please leave us a review. Do all that shit. Yeah, you already know what it is. Mm-hmm. We, we trust you guys. We love you guys. You guys are you're just the best. Make us proud. Make us proud because do, 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 Love you guys. Talk to you next week. And if we don't get to talk to you, happy Thanksgiving slash, you know, happy eating lots of food, hopefully, Hell and being yeah. with people that you love very much. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you to our producer, Brent, for his editing skills and to Grady for our delightful theme song. If you have questions for us or would like to advertise with us, please email us at blockbusterwives at gmail.com. And as always, please rate, subscribe, and tell all your friends about us. We We love love you. you.